0: block talk presented by theater in the now i'm your host as always michael block if you love the podcast make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there i am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at daft boy daft boy is an lgbtq plus owned and operated startup based in san francisco committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories and gear perfect for any occasion Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daffboy.com with the code BlockTalk15. That's BlockTalk15 at daffboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterThenOw.com for its news reviews and interviews. Crown has found a new home in a new province. After a very interesting season, the French Canadian fashion goofball has won some money and the best prize of all, a stunning crown and scepter. So, did the right queen win? It's time to talk all things Canada's Drag Race 3, and joining me is the king of the crown Amps accessories zone, Devin. How
1: are you? I'm 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 alive. I'm breathing. It's good to be here. I'm not home which is normal but that's good it's so where in the world are you where can you are you allowed to say Uh, oh well no i'm not in a top secret project right now a few days ago maybe but um i am in a city called regina um it's they say it's the city that rhymes with fun so (laughs) okay i can hear that
0: um wow well welcome back to the podcast i'm very excited to have you I thought i was gonna have you for episode 10 but then they said no we're only going to have nine episodes this season so yeah here we are i kind of i was
1: like oh maybe they're gonna bring somebody back but no
0: nope, yeah um i them. thought i had another episode i had another guest book for episode nine but you know what i'll find another time for that and then i was waiting for the end of this episode i was like oh my god they're gonna do a reunion nope sort of season of candace ragas
1: ever i'm surprised they're not doing a reunion which they normally do
0: yeah, very weird. Very, very weird. And mm. you, you, would, you would think that after that little drag con incident, you'd want to have a reunion.
1: So, not that I heard anything about that. No, not at all.
0: <laughs> we are here to talk about season three of Canada's
1: Drag Race. Um, how did you enjoy it? It was a season of Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, not been fully loved by everybody. I, I think that no matter what season it is, there's always going to be people that love it. There's always going to be people that hate it. There's always going to be people that are indifferent. Um, I definitely saw, I, I, I enjoy seeing the creations they come up with. So yeah, yeah definitely some great wins on that perspective. But it it wasn't my favorite season of Drag Race ever. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why. It's, something was off. There was something missing or there was
0: something force fed. Um, one thing that I talked about a lot of this season is it feels like the producers had a very heavy hand on how they wanted us to feel about certain people mm-hmm. and then when you saw the result of what that person did you're like but what are they wearing? They made that and you're still going to let them stay on this episode? And, what? And
1: And the funny thing is they edited it to make it feel like they should go home Right. Or a stay, but then it was completely opposite, which made it that much more confusing. Yeah. So the editing is was
0: very off. Um, yeah.
1: Now now that the season
0: has aired, all the looks have been shown. Can you tell us who you knew
1: you were designing for? Um, and I I say this all the time, and it is a hundred percent true that I will see. Like, some orders trickle in, like, stuff through the website and people messaging. And I'm honestly oblivious and I'm so dumb that after it's all sent out and then I see these pieces on the show, I was like, how did I not connect the dots that this was for that? Because they all happen in that little bubble with similar deadlines, shipping, like, Mm -hmm. and there was so many of them that I just completely did not realize yeah um, I, I
0: remember giving you a couple yeah. shout outs throughout the season couldn't tell you off the top of my head which ones at the moment uh but i know fierce delicious did a bunch i think mosu had uh yeah, mosu something um, fierce um,
1: reached out for some stuff we gotta get um, you on
0: reddit but then i say actually don't go on reddit reddit's a very scary place
1: i i don't go on reddit i just i couldn't be bothered it's yeah i i, I got a job so. that's true that's true um yeah, we did we did some, and then I saw an error and I was like, that's now making no all sense to me. So. <laughs> there um, it is.
0: Well, let's start diving into this episode. Vivian is gone. She was pure joy and so true. And Kimmy's gonna read and wipe the me mirror message away. Kimmy says she's sorry she sent her home, but is she really? Is she really sorry?
1: No, probably not. No, no, not at all. They're never sorry. As no. long as they're still in the show, they don't care.
0: Exactly. The girls are going to sit on the couch, and what a way for us to see the stunning jewels that they were wearing from the previous episode! So let's dive backwards for a second and discuss the ball as Amp's accessories provided the jewels for the challenge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's find out what you can tell us. How many different sets and colors did you have ready for the queens,
1: and did they get to keep them? Uh, so I... I couldn't tell you all the colors. I have it in a file somewhere. Cause I, mm-hmm. when we do stuff for the show, those things kind of get archived in a certain way. So we never accidentally show it sure. uh, on social media. Cause we want to be super respectful. Let the show, let those Queens make the debut. But um, we sent um, 15 necklace sets and so necklace earrings rings for the show. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really tell us what it'd be for. Um, but I know that I don't get them back. So the girls have them, <laughs> my knowledge and I did see, I did see Giselle um, uh, do a photo shoot in her look. So obviously it was offset in sure. the same jewelry. So I'm pretty certain they, that the girls kept them. Hey, that's and a good girls, prize. Yeah. It's a good yeah. prize that the,
0: it's an unofficial prize. Um, they look stunning. Like you would have thought that you were actually on set designing it
1: as they were making the looks. And I've been pushing to try and make that happen. But, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they were really, really beautiful. And, and especially for what that challenge was, this was a good way to showcase your work.
1: It it turned out really good because they just kind of said, we need X number of things. Send us a variety of colors, styles. And that's just what we did. And we never know if we're sending the right thing because they just blanket statements say, send sure. this. We're like, that doesn't help us know if we're doing the right thing. But some of the stuff that I was like, okay, this is kind of like a little different. Maybe somebody's going to want it. All of those cool pieces got used, which I was like, okay. It, it, made, it made sense then. Uh,
0: yeah. Cause it, I, I'm curious what their process was. Do they far, look at the jewels first and then go with the colors? Do they color the colors first? Cause they, yeah. they did match so
1: well. Yeah. Um, they they had some good options to pick from different styles and the all of the ones that wore them on episode eight they they matched them well so yeah, yeah. i was really happy to see that i messaged the girls that wore stuff i was like you guys you, that was perfect like you nailed it so
0: hopefully i'll get to interview some of the girls and maybe i'll find out what their process was was it the fabric or was it the jewels first yeah i'd be curious about that yeah Kimmy is feeling good to be in the top four, but she fully thought she was gonna come. Um, yeah, so did I. I really did. Thought thought she was gone her. Especially in that look. I
1: yeah, uh, I was I was feel I was thinking so. Um, but also then again, we only see some of it. They see more. So mm-hmm. we're only seeing what we're allowed to see. But they have made it to the top four. Gay Gasp. Miss
0: Fear Delicious will note that this is the most diverse top four Canada's drag race has had as Jada will relate to us. It is a queen from the Caribbean. Kimmy's from the Philippines. Giselle is is French. And Fierce is African and Romanian. And she's going to say, put diversity on the screen. Good editing. That was a fun little bit. But they're so close to the finish line. Will the crown be going straight to Quebec like Giselle believes? We're going to find out. It is a new day in the workroom. And we have our top four. um, And Jada is believing she is wearing fashion. The item she believes she has in her head is what she says baklava um for those who know that's just a delicious greek treat um not a fucking
1: ski mask yeah um I, is what she was looking for yeah i wasn't following the whole process there i'm like you're wearing a ski mask with earrings don't get But it. W- in what world is that fashion in
0: what world is most of fashion now <laughs> is it time for amped accessories to make a um bejeweled ski mask that would
1: be <laughs> interesting. It would be heavy. It'd be heavy. You, you'd, we'd have to, like, put it together on them. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> Oh, God. Well, Giselle wants to run down the stats. Jada has won a challenge, and Fierce is going to remind her that she's been in the bottom as well. Fierce had a rocky start, but she's got two wins. Giselle has one bottom and two wins, and Kimmy has one win. I just find this relationship between Fierce and Jada very fascinating the fact that jada has not slapped her in the face is
1: good for her yeah that's yeah i i know i personally i can't handle that i'm like yeah just be nor just be civil just don't be a dumbass (laughs) i agree
0: (laughs) kimmy is the yo-yo queen she's either the top or the bottom and now we're just going to get the room where they gag that RuPaul said their names. like, And I'm like, wait, she's not even going to retain your names after saying them. So don't get excited that she knows who you are. She doesn't. She has no idea. <laughs> Brooklyn arrives with the mullet. And I hope that gets eliminated for next season. Um,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Is it a, like I know there are a lot of people, a lot of hipsters down here doing it. Is it a Canadian thing, too? Because there are a lot of queens on the season. I, it's it's just an awful thing. That's all it is. It's so bad. I don't
1: understand it. My like, parents gave me a mullet when I was a child. I'm still mad um, at them for it. Oh, I had one. I have, it, and it was close to class pictures, so there's proof. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, yeah. The last Max
0: Chans, they are going to write and record their own verse on the original track. Candidates' drag race track: True North, Strong and Fierce. Brooklyn will be there to help them lay down their vocals. They will be choreographed yet again by Hollywood Jade. And the final runway is Coronation Eleganza. But first, it's time for a photo shoot with the extra frosty special guest. I wonder who it could be. I don't know. We hit the set and um, it is like a tea time set, um, trademark walk talk, um, set up with season two winner, Isis Couture, looking like she just came back from killing some puppies.
1: It, it's, she looked, I will say she, I, I love, she put some thought into it, head to toe made sense that look but with the set did not make any sense
0: none none whatsoever
1: not a a lick of sense i
0: would love to again to know what the prompt is for both isis and the queens to be like we're gonna if you get to this point there's gonna be a photo shoot this is what you need to prepare yeah there's some variety (laughs) much variety um what i will say is watching all these versions of the show i love this version where the interview portion is done by the previous contestant and not the host Cause it mm-hmm. feels real and authentic as the previous winner knows the experience more of this. I like this.
1: Yeah. And I, I like, cause it is just different. It changes that up, gives them like a new face to talk to, lets mm-hmm. them relate better. Um, it, I guess in Canada, cause like a lot of people know each other. It seemed like, not like ISIS has any say in who's going to win. But sure. you could tell that she related to a couple of them way more than the others. She's like, Oh my God, it's so good to see you. And she's like, Oh, and what's your name?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's,
1: it's she knew some very well and not at all the others. And so. I
0: guess, format wise, since technically there are still three hosts of the show, mm-hmm. I guess picking which one to do it is giving preferential treatment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. First, we have Giselle, who arrives with a pretty English tea-inspired look. And as Giselle says, it's Julie Andrews and Gorilla de Um, So yeah, I think Isis missed the mark here. Giselle tells her that it's been an amazing adventure that um, was very hard. She feels validated. And she's going to tell Isis that not only did she win the sewing challenge, she won the snatch game. It is a first for a French-Canadian, which is going to be the theme of this episode. Giselle will tell Isis that she did Marie Curie. And Isis is like, I don't know what that means. And then she says radium. She's
1: like, I still don't know what that means. Um, Very funny. Um, And and in her defense. Marie Curie's famous. I I know the name, but other than that, I was like, I'm not smart. Yeah, that's fair. But I know the name. But I was like, okay, cool. And then it, it came full circle when I saw the Snatch Game, so.
0: Giselle will say that she was born to be a drag queen as her mom was a seamstress. She knew how to sew. She knew how to do makeup. She knew how to do hair from the start. Drag is who she is and she believes she'll be a good ambassador. Now we're gonna watch them do a little fun photo shoot and um, both of them cannot lift their knees. I feel that my back is hurting still. Again, new, this time it's the other side of my back. I don't know what I did. (laughs) I'm old. I can't do this anymore. Um. But they're going to taste the crown. That's what they're going to do with the crown. Um, how did you feel about um, how the crown is utilized in this photo shoot?
1: I didn't hate it. I was. I will say, because this is our third time working with mm-hmm. Drag Race Canada. I would say the way they presented the crown this time, I think is the best visual they've ever done. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I fully love all three crowns we've done and the scepters. It's just, I felt they just visually looked great compared to the other two seasons like i'm not gonna knock it but yeah it it looked good it was on display it looked like a cake with all the pastries yeah and it looked good. It good
0: next is miss fierce delicious who looks incredible the shocker here is the two of them have never met interesting yeah fierce believes they had similar journeys from a rocky star to getting out of their heads and believing in themselves and then shooting straight to the stars isis asks if she expected to make it this far and she says she did when she walked in but the first week the design challenge got her good she is a hot glue gun girl but she won the ball um
1: are you a hot glue gun girl i'm a pay somebody to do it for me kind of girl (laughs) (laughs) If I really had to, I could straight stitch something, putting a zipper in. Good luck with that. I, I just couldn't be bothered. What yeah. tools do you use when you do your, uh, jewels? Um, a lot of hope. A lot of hope. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, depends on what I'm making, but like lots of like pliers to like tweezers, uh, just random like hardware store tools. It depends mm-hmm. on what I'm making. Are there quality tools out there or, or do you just get whatever's there? I, I just learn to adapt depending on what I have to do. Um, sometimes I just stumble into something like a certain pair of tweezers that just works better for me depending on like how I'm placing stones and what kind of piece I'm doing. Other times I like grab a different piece even though I'm doing the same task. It's just, they just work different for that piece. So um, do you have like a at-home set and then a travel set? Uh, it's, well what we pack stuff to take with us when we go places. Mm-hmm um but yeah it's, it's all pretty much the same whether we're at, working at home or um at drag or an event so nice
0: isis is going to just ask her if she's learned anything about herself and i and pierce Lister will say she learned about drag because of drag race and it changed her life seeing queens that looked like her gave her the confidence to start drag for herself Isis will ask her if she's made any friends while she was there. And the answer is clearly nope, not a chance. (laughs) Um, I thought this was a very, very, very cute shoot. Uh, Fierce almost knocked Isis over. um, And Fierce really wanted to touch that crown. Doesn't she know that's bad luck?
1: Yeah. I just, just like, no, it's, it's, it's like the food, just leave it there until everybody has some of and then partake.
0: Now Isis did say it was her crown. So I I, I don't know
1: that was, that wasn't her crown. (laughs) No, no, she hers is definitely different. Same colors, just different. Her crown's at home on the mantle, probably somewhere. Yeah, uh, I know she did wear it. Um, I think she wore it at the Toronto Pride Parade, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, nice. I saw that. I was like, mm, that's good. That's. I actually good.
0: got to see her perform a couple of weeks ago. She's very, 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 very talented. Yeah, very,
1: I, very good at drag. I only know her through messaging. I have never met her in person, but I've known her for years. Maybe an it. Maybe. yeah are you going to the uk
0: we are going to the uk we'll be
1: there in london
0: oh well i i've already gotten the email saying that they're looking through credentials and we'll, i'll find out if i'm going to be accredited uh if i do get to go listeners i'm telling you i actually need <laughs> you to give me money so to help me go and i will give you incentive to get me to go and could buy something that'll be released very soon
1: Oh, um, yeah. so i'm it hoping is- to go if people, if people have been watching my personal social media, I've, I've been in London twice in the last month. Um, mm-hmm. Such a fun city. So cool. Um, I've never been going. to Europe. It's... The jet lag is awful. It's yeah. Worse. Okay, but I'll make it work. I'll once go. you can get adjusted, then it's great. It's it's that... Because you're losing so, so much time and gaining so much time right. back and forth. It's, it's painful, but... Um, ads i highly recommend you it's it's gonna be an amazing drag call this year it's bigger i know
0: your- i know i'm really hoping i'm really fingers crossed i didn't mess with them i said hey is there any way you can like speed up the process for me at least because like if i do get to go i have like a lot of international things i need to do so mm-hmm. please let me know so we'll find yeah. out we'll find out soon hopefully all right jade arrives wearing the best thing she's worn all season yeah i said it um she has admitted that she has cried every week because she's had her name thrown around for drag race so it's pressure on her she didn't want to disappoint herself and the people around her she says if she won it would mean a lot as her mom hasn't seen jade in person if she won then she would see her son going for her dreams and this made isis cry a little bit so when they get to do their photo shoot jade is clearly hungry and the shoot involved macaroons um and i would like one those look yummy.
1: Oh, hey I, I am a fat girl at heart and I'm also a fat girl, so uh, <laughs> if it's uh, carbs, I'm there. I am a, I am a, that is my weakness. I like some good carbs.
0: And finally, it's the family reunion as Kimmy sees mommy. Was this a setup? I think so. There's my theory. Kimmy says she entered to fuck shit up and Isis wants to know if she ended up in the bottom and Kimmy will admit defeat and says twice and Isis will admit, yes, you are my daughter. glad to see that winning for kimmy means representing the unrepresented she is the first trans woman to make it to the finale of canada's drag race isis will admit that she was worried about kimmy because the competition was really mentally hard for her she knows how much strength it takes and she is proud of kimmy now they're going to do this little photo shoot and kimmy is going to get her one time only order to uh move isis tell her what to do and all t she wasted that opportunity i was like make her your bitch like make her like down down put her on the
1: floor and stand on literally
0: (laughs) she was so kind that's like now to be fair i don't if isis was on the ground i don't think she was coming back up um that that dress was a little form-fitting um but yeah it was it was cute i think the whole the whole thing was a very cute thing i hope they continue this trend um we'll see we'll see what happens now it's time to write some lyrics um
1: how are you at writing lyrics have you ever written your own song Oh, I have the best songs that I just sing in the shower. Mm. There, there is lots of bleeping in them. Okay. I enjoy some good, I, instead of saying I swear a lot, I say I punctuate things a lot. Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, is there an Amps Accessories theme song yet? Uh, no, no, I, we don't got the budget for that. I, well, and, well, I'm sure I there why. is there. I'm sure there's a drag twink out there who would love to
0: uh, write a song it's, for you.
1: Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's there's many that'll be like, I'll do it for a piece of sparkly jewelry. It's like great, go nuts, yep. and we'll see how that turns out. There <laughs> it is.
0: Gimme is going to be writing about the house couture and her being trans, and Jada's gonna be discussing migrating to the big city and making dreams come true. She reveals that she has been doing this for 13 years and has been writing lyrics before. Cool. I haven't heard the music. Have you
1: heard her music? Nope.
0: Maybe it's on I, iTunes. We'll go
1: find it. I I know I've known her. I know of her before she got on, but that's mm-hmm. the name. That's all I knew. She's going to bring out her personality
0: and dance the hell down. Giselle will focus on her with a sprinkle of French. She says she's never written lyrics before, but she knows it's all about performance and she can do that. She will discuss about the good qualities she has and wants others to say uh, you should have those as well, like being kind and being sweet. Um, But if you ask a certain season two contestant, she'll say Giselle is not those things despite never meeting her. Did you
1: hear about any of that drama this past week? I I would say I don't follow... It's kind of whatever people tell me, but which is not much.
0: Yeah, there was some massive Twitter drama... Uh, from Kamora Moore saying that basically Giselle shouldn't win because she hasn't made a statement about a uh, an abuser out there. Um, and then one of the people who was a victim of this abuser, Kiara, who's good friends with Janelle, Giselle, came back and was like, shut your mouth, please. That became a whole thing. I just think Kamora has a problem with French Canadians.
1: Mm. Very crazy. Very crazy. I think... And I, obviously I don't know the full story, but I would say whether something did or did not happen, it's each individual person's decision if they do or do not want to say something. Exactly. So don't, don't try to force somebody to do it. There it is.
0: Fierce will be talking about her journey in the competition and how she was confident and fierce. So she has to kill the song performance to snatch that crown. When we get to the main stage to record with Brooklyn, there is once again no technology on that stage. Is this all for show, or are they actually recording something?
1: I don't know.
0: There are some seasons where, like, there's a full sound setup, and you're like, "Oh my god," there's the technician, and then
1: you come to Canada, and they're like, "Nope, just Brad and and Brooklyn with the music stand." Here, here's an iPod. Here, here's like a an iPod, and and throw it in your ear, and you're good to go.
0: I mean, I would not be shocked if they actually have like a sound recording studio somewhere on set that they do the actual recording of, and this is all for show. Um, one day, one day I'm going to be gifted the opportunity to be able to go backstage of RuPaul's Drag Race and get to see it all and be like, this is it?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, remember... I was... Yeah, go ahead. It's, um, season one, when I went on set, and I delivered the crown i i could say i did not notice a stout, a sound studio um it wasn't pointed out to me obviously i wasn't mm-hmm. like just wandering off and digging for stuff but um I, I also i've never recorded a song so i don't know what goes into it <laughs> that's fair um
0: i just remember when I, last season of uk um when steps were the um the guests of the week Uh, One of them like did like a little behind the scenes tour that they probably should not have been doing, but you're not going to say no to steps. Um, And I just remember looking at the set, being like, "It is so tiny. It's It's, really, really tiny.
1: It's very deceiving, like how they do like just camera angles and like what Mm -hmm. they show, what they don't. It's it is very different in person. Yeah, I can imagine." All right,
0: fierce is up first, and she's gonna use the word icy. And I was like, didn't she win last season? Why are we using the word icy? Um, and then she was able to use true north, strong, and fierce, delicious. I was like, that was very necessary and very smart and very easy. Um, how could you not turn your names
1: into the song? Which is kind of what everybody does, and just like play along with the beat, play along with words, and you can slide it in there, why not? We're all about sliding it right in
0: there. So. Exactly. <laughs> Brooklyn has her do it again and ask her to punch the words and give attitude. She adjusts, but it's kind of weird hearing a record with no music behind them. It was a bit awkward. Brooklyn thinks she's going too fast, and then we hear more lyrics from her, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm impressed with some of the things she's, she's coming up with. Kimmy is up, and she has asked um, what she's doing, and she's going to be doing a very elongated rap. Um, It works, but she has a problem with the word axe, A-X-E. She says ask, which is funny because if you live in Long Island, New York, it's the opposite. You say axe when you're trying to say ask. Uh, Language, funny thing, crazy. Mm -hmm. Words are fun. So fun. (laughs) Um, And they're very hard, apparently, if you're one of the uh, captioners for World of Wonder. (laughs) It's so bad! Someone's got to fix it. Even this episode, there were a couple mistakes. I was like, I'm not even going to point them out anymore
1: because it's not even a novelty. I Yeah, I don't watch with the subtitles or anything, so I just listen and that's it.
0: Kimmy is trusting Brooklyn and following her instructions. She is a recording artist, so I get it. Um, One thing that I did not like about Kimmy's verse, and I'm not trying to lay into Kimmy, but the whole check part? Angeria just did that in her own song.
1: To, it's hard to follow now because like there's so many songs that come out with, this, so I don't remember well, it was it Angeria's was talent show
0: song um, that was a whole thing and like technically I think they would have seen that before they went to filming for Canada that's um, I think I, I would love to if there, listeners if you were able to find out the exact filming dates for all these shows let me I'd love to know yeah. the overlap they, that's the thing I want to to know I think it was about mid-March. Yeah, ish. so then they would have absolutely known it because it would have been the beginning of January that they would have heard Anajiria's verse. Mm.
1: Interesting. interesting. Mm. Conspiracies.
0: Mm. I love <laughs> conspiracies. I love starting them. Next, we have Jada, who is a little bit of a singer, according to Brooklyn. She breaks her heart by saying, she's not going to be singing, though. She's going to be rapping. And after actually hearing the song, yeah, you got to rap this one. There's no way you could have sung anything. But also the speed at which she's spitting the words out. I was like, this just all does not line up to what the other girls were doing. We're being told she's doing great, but I'm like, I don't necessarily hear that. But what we do get to see is her try to purr. For a singer, she can't get the timing. She doesn't quite understand that what she's doing (laughs) is too long. Like she got in her head what she wants to do, but when practicality comes out, it's not going to work. But they thought it was hilarious. And the more she messed up, Brooklyn
1: just couldn't control yourself yeah i was like it's it's not a hard concept it's per, faster faster. it's it's very
0: much (laughs) glenn close but no cigar she does not have time to be a cat um and why do you want to sound like a cat anyway Finally, G- Giselle, who we're supposed to think is not going to do well after the Ruskel, Uh, she hates singing. Her timing was very bad, and even Brooklyn's like, okay, let's figure out how we're going to rework this. But we get to see Brooklyn kind of rewrite her lyrics and helping Giselle. Good for her.
1: Otherwise, it would a disaster. I don't think, to my knowledge, I don't remember them ever, like, helping them on camera right? To, like, edit stuff. So that's... I was thinking that that was going to come back and bite her in the ass during critique. Oh, did I? With. Yeah.
0: Well, after a little bit of a scene change, it's hot with Jade Time, and he's not joking this week—not at all. Um, Fierce is up, and it looks easy, but if Fierce is struggling a little bit, you know it's going to be hard. Kimmy will be questioning the choreo um, because Kimmy is like Fierce—you're the choreo girl. Uh, just wait, Kimberly. You—you you, you got your turn coming up. But Hollywood Jade says that a lot of Fierce's choreo in the moment is in the gray area, but he needs her to live in living color. She needs to nail those moves. Kimmy, ready to play. She's a dancing queen. Uh, will it be easy for her? Well, it seems it. The queens on the side are freaking out because she's doing great. But for me, what it was missing is personality. Um, hitting the moves is one thing, making you feel it is another. Are you a dancer? You're a mover?
1: I, I, I can stand there. <laughs> that's something i always if i i would put myself like in certain situations i see it on tv or like, or whatever i'm like you know what if i was there no i would flounder like no (laughs) yeah no couldn't do it
0: the turn up queen has arrived and hollywood jade wants her to turn up jada has been dancing for years but honey this is no joke she can barely keep up but once she ultimately gets it hollywood jade's like now personality so bring the super bowl to the stage and finally giselle shows up with her theater outfit she is a serious actor wearing all black uh girl you're gonna sweat i'm a sweater like if i'm gonna do anything physical like it is short sleeves it is shorts i am wearing the least amount of clothes that is not going to offend somebody yes i i wake up and i'm like wow i'm (laughs) sweating yeah it's bad um, but she's fucking wearing a turtleneck and long pants. I was like, you do realize you're dancing? Then I was like, wait, this is all for show again, probably.
1: They probably have like a dance studio they go to. and
0: Yeah. That being said, my, my other question is, is it that cold in the studio? Like the amount of bundling up we see throughout the uh, episode.
1: I, I don't know about Canada. I don't remember what it was like. But I know the U.S. one, they keep it really cold. Yeah, so which they, I understand. There are a lot of lights. Well, it's, I've heard that um, Rue likes to keep it really cold. So, But I don't know what it would be like for Canada. I relate to that. Um,
0: I am someone, and I apologize for using Fahrenheit, I keep my like, AC on at 60 degrees because, as we just discussed, I sweat too. Um, so I need to, anything to avoid sweating, I'm going to make it cold. Um, so I understand you, Ru, I get it. I'll take the frigid air. Um, and listen, if there is a twink in the workroom who needs bundling up, I will hold them. I'm, I've got no problem. It's it's just what the Lord would intend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're
1: doing if, it for Jesus, come
0: on. Exactly, if I go to the UK and Scarlet Harlot is cold, I will be there for you, girl. I got you. Yeah. I'll never let you go. Oh, God. Miss Fierce just oh. thinks Giselle is about to unveil the new iPhone. And funny enough, that was done two days earlier. And even more, the Queen of England just died the day, Canada's Drag Race says the crown's up for snatching.
1: Coincidence? I think so. <laughs> I'd say hey, there, there's some screenshots about the timing of that first post and then that disappeared. And I was like, oh, oh it was oh, so boy. bad. My friend posted, I was like, what's so funny? And I was like,
0: oh, no, she's dead. Not good, yeah. not good. Um, but you know those Drag Race fans are going to put it on Reddit
1: and it was floating around all day. Oh, and they're going to make it as if it's a huge hate crime. And I'm like, it mm-hmm. just happened to be the same day. It was not Now,
0: this is... <laughs> oh, I don't know anything. Nothing's official. I have heard that the premiere of Drag Race UK 4 may be pushed back. And I was like, I don't know why. And then one of the uh, good friends said... Um, it's because they have to edit out. Her Majesty already done had herses. I was like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." Oh, um,
1: I didn't realize that. I know that. I think is it, there's a bit there's a time but like a there's a ten day no,
0: mourning period, no... and someone's like, "It's fourteen days away. They can do it." I was like,
1: "That's the gays wanting Drag Race." Um,
0: yeah, but I,
1: but they also, I think that like the media is just off. There's no media. Right, and that's
0: part of it is because they do such heavy media in the UK when it comes to drag race that if they're not going to attach media to the premiere of the show, you might as well push it back. And it's the BBC, so they have a little more regulations that they have to follow. All right, Giselle, are you a dancer? Mm -hmm. Not when she's trying to do two things at once. Jada's going to say that she sees Giselle as her biggest competition. And I see what you did there, editors. I get it. I see what you did. But Hollywood J tells her consistency in repetition is what's going to let her get it. We're going to enter the workroom one final time with accordion entrance saying true, north, strong, and fierce. And of course, Miss Fierce Delicious gets to say the word fierce because brilliant branding. That bitch is always going to be able to use fierce.
1: She's good. Very, very good name selection. Yeah, it's, you can work that into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Now, this is
0: their last time in the workroom, so we're going to get a very uncomfortable segment of, oh, remember this memory? What did you learn? Let's start. What was Kimmy's favorite moment in the season? Seeing Giselle in the bottom. And Jada agrees because it meant she, that she's not perfect. I see where this jealousy game's going. They're really threatened by her.
1: And and given that they're in that little bubble for so long, it's mm-hmm. probably elevated and exponentially harder because you're that's all you see in front of you absolutely fierce I has learned to be more cautious and how
0: she is around people giselle is proud of her because she believes she has in fact changed she became a better person and realized when she was wrong i i have said that miss fierce just no matter who wins the crown is the star of the season like she would be the face of season three ever since they did the episode where the um previously previously on was a montage of her drama she was the face of the season. Do I believe that she's had a full growth arc where she's learned that she is um, maybe not the best person at times? Not fully. Um, I think it was all for camera. But sometimes Drag Race can teach you a thing or two by yourself.
1: Yeah. And I, I think whenever they have those like big, how much they've learned through the process, you're going to take with a grain of salt because it's, in reality, like we see it over the course of like two and a half months, right? That's will happen in three weeks for them. Exactly. So, like, I think they probably learn more after they leave and it's all settled. I think that's absolutely. And after
0: they have their conversations with each other, and after Reddit starts ripping them apart and Twitter starts saying things, then you learn a little bit more and see how people really perceive you. Cammy though has learned that she can push the boundaries of her comfort zone. She is a shy person. She says when she does that fake talk, it's because she's shy inside and trying to compensate. She says, if you get in your head, visit, but don't stay in it. I was like, wait, that's actually profound. Those
1: are good words coming from Kimmy. It's like in my head all the time. It's, I do want to, I have my best conversations in my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And it's not always with the person of my voice. It's someone else. Oh God, I'm not crazy. I promise. I promise. Jada has learned to push herself as she's felt complacent and dragged for the last 13 years. She has tried different things and to have fun and be herself. Giselle has learned that she can do a full TV show in English. That's good. That's good to know. But knowing um, how the French-Canadian media market works, she's probably going to be doing a lot of French-Canadian television programs soon. Yeah,
1: she'll be the, the Rita Bega of season three. Exactly because Rita Bega is busy. Oh, she's a working girl. Yeah, like, she, she, she's got to go to Belgium. Yeah, which which I'm still not understanding
0: the connection there. I don't know. Like All I know I, is I heard a rumor that it was between her and Vanessa Van Cartier, and it went to Rita, and everyone's like,
1: but why? Yeah, right I, like, I, don't get me wrong. I love me some Rita Bega. I think she mm-hmm. is hilarious, and she work she's she's a hard worker she's like she's a workhorse queen yeah but I don't understand the connection between that but hey get your dollars while you can do it exactly it's branding opportunity why not listen I think if
0: any queens are on the show that have any um, origins to another country they should start making it very known so they can be like okay that country's doing a show let me host it because it's working out for a lot of queens
1: mm-hmm
0: Okay, Giselle, we've learned that Kimmy loves the way that Giselle has grown to love her and be there when she's doubting herself. Giselle won't stop saying that they're all the best, and even if they're in a competition, she just won't stop saying it. And it's like, oh, we're getting the, the, the nice side of Giselle. We're trying to remind everyone that she is a good person. And both Giselle and Fierce will tell Jada that she has grown and has been in a good mood, which puts them all in a good mood. Jada will ask if that means she's the mother to which Fierce will say that she's the oldest. Shade. <laughs> One last dig. It is runway time and we have Brooklyn Heights dazzling in gold. She looks like a trophy. Uh, I thought she looked very, very, very pretty. Did you get to do any uh, jewels for Brooklyn this season?
1: No, we actually didn't do anything for her this year. <gasps> um, I well, I'm taking it as a personal <laughs> offense. Um, yes! And uh, again, this comes down to me being so oblivious half the time. Like, I could literally have a play-by-play of anything that's coming down the pipe. And the the signs will all be there. I will not connect the two together. I am so dumb that way. And I just, after everything was, like, rolling, I was like, oh, we never connected with Brooklyn. Was there
0: anything, because I haven't really been watching... Has there been anything for super secret drag race celebrity drag race
1: that she's been wearing of yours? Um, not that I know of. Um, we've actually because the one obviously he's they're not a drag queen in real life. I know who one of the contestants is, and uh-huh. we've done jewelry for them in the past. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, can't I think so I know, know for, who you mean. <laughs> yeah. You probably saw them at an event we were both at a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh-huh.
0: Girl, everyone knew the second that person walked on stage like, she doesn't go yeah. here. Um, <laughs> Daddy didn't mean to, I love your work. <laughs> yeah. All right, we also got Fred Goreski in gold, Chelsea Melstrom Green, and extra special guest judge Sarah Nurse. She's a hockey gold medalist. Are you familiar with her work? No. <laughs> uh, USA, USA. I am a former hockey player so I do have a little appreciation for hockey. And usually when it comes to Olympics just the American side. I don't really give a shit about anybody else. Mm. Uh, so Sarah Nurse, I don't know who you are but you you seem very lovely. Lo- glad you're there. Yeah.
1: I it's it's cool to see there's like somebody that's not just like a singer or another drag queen or yeah. or it's completely different. Like they who is the figure skater that they had as a judge i think well they had um, johnny weir on um us i think and then maybe, there's another probably. one adam yeah. adam rippon Adam Ripon. it yes yes yeah. yes yes um, um so i guess they
0: yeah. had people before yeah we, we we love when that happens um i just am now like can we have an actual ice challenge like put them on ice Could we please do that that would be like, so funny <laughs> Like, I know we would lose someone because they would be going to the hospital, but that's why we watch Drag Race now, right?
1: It's you got to put them on like the baby skates where like they have like two sets of blades on them yes. so they can actually like step, mm-hmm. and then they have to have like their like walker thing to like hold them up and then a helmet. And then Denali <laughs> would be like,
0: "Fuck you all! I can actually figure skate."
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. And Den- Denali, sk- will be teaching them to do
0: triple axel. <laughs> there it is. We're gonna start with the song, then move into the runway. Sound good? Yeah. All right. True North, strong and fierce. I got to say, I am so happy that they all matched. I would love to know if they got to work with the costume team to design these looks kind of like how season 14 got to do it because some choices were certainly made, but I can say that I'm just glad they're cohesive at
1: least. Um, this is how these numbers should be. Cohesion. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that this was a off camera, not mentioning yeah. it, the costume team group people created it because yeah. it was it was too cohesive to be coincidence. Right. I
0: would love to know what they were allowed to, to say. And would the costume team be like, that's a bad choice? And they're just like, no, I want it. I'm like, we'll get through them. We'll get through them. Great. Right. <laughs> I will say this was a very hard song to write a verse for. The tempo did not serve them well. And this made their verses
1: sound like they were coming out of a kindergarten child. Like it just it was it hokey. Wasn't a- it wasn't as like poppy and like up, like up as upbeat as you'd yeah. expect. Yeah, there was something be... weird.
0: We're gonna start off with Fierce, who looked brilliant. Um, she was very smart to wear black hair with all the neon um, because it really made all the neon pop. Um, I love the neon yellow harness bit. Could have done without the pink ruffles on the arms, but I know that she needed a little more neon on her body because she wasn't wearing much besides a leotard um when we get to the part that we heard in the recording session she was best i thought she did a very very good job it just took a while to get there because the
1: again the song was not user friendly yeah it was it was it wasn't bad it was just yeah cool it's yeah. background noise
0: um i needed a little more oomph out of her it almost was like it was probably the most reserved we've seen her all season kimmy and the orange hair terrible decision and then the orange boots did not match the rest of the color story i
1: cannot believe they let her out on stage like that yeah maybe they did that intentionally it's possible what's about to happen (laughs) i
0: mean she's they said neon and she's like i'll take every color like she just didn't need all of it like the purple bustle was not necessary The look was just not it for me, but I think her verse was very good and her performance had expression. Like she nailed the choreo. She did what she had to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Like overall was good, but just
1: there were some choices made.
0: Absolutely. Jada, um, someone needs to help her with proportions and understand that. The Pussycat wig, not correct. It's not meant for her. And then this bodysuit with the lace, it's almost like they built something for her and had the wrong measurements. Like the purple tights, um, snag tights, you best be getting your money for that one. (laughs) this was an atrocity i don't know what they did i yeah
1: i you and i have talked off camera about this already and i'm like and i've talked about it with many many
0: other people as well there are some people who will say no you're wrong and i'm like that's okay but there are a lot of people who are in the same camp where they're just not understanding the fantasy that jada
1: serves there's yeah like she's lovely she's wonderful she's absolutely entertaining There's just something that doesn't click for me yeah With, that being
0: said i think uh, her dancing was her thing the lyrics left, left a lot to be desired but she's a good mover she's a good dancer that is her thing um i just don't think drag race was her game she was there yeah and finally <laughs> yeah. giselle had a highlighter head that thing was shining before she even hit the stage. If you yeah. watched her walk up those stairs, all you saw was that wig.
1: Yeah, and it's you could tell it was like backcombed and sprayed so much that it. Every time it moved, it shifted in chunks. <laughs> it was which so crazy. I, I'm living. That's it was like I love the like the geometrics of the of the wig. It was kind of cool, but I was like, bitch, that is that's a that's some that's some hair. <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought her look was the strongest. There was purpose to all the neon and it fit her well. Um, She really was the only one who I thought looked the best. Her verse was true to her. Um, It fit the song. And I think the song fit her because she's not a musical person that she was able to play around with it. And when she got off in the timing in the French part, it felt campy, which again was true to her.
1: So she made the moment work for her, which I don't think the other three really did. It's, and i don't i don't know any french so if she went off on a french tangent it wouldn't have mattered to me because i wouldn't have known what she was saying whether it made sense or not i was like cool listen
0: i like i just watched an entire season of drag race france france did i retain anything no except for legendaire that one's the only one i got thanks Nikki doll yeah bonjour bonjour um we get to the Queens for a group bit, and I probably think this was the best lyrical moment for all of them. Uh, Fierce's in admission to being bratty. Good for you. You're correct. Uh, Kimmy, I thought she's from the House of Couture, not the House of Ice. Either way, she's not a good storyteller, and that's been my problem with her this entire season. Her execution is not there. I wish Jada didn't sing at the end, because it didn't work. And Giselle is fine. There was like no group choreo this was a weird song
1: yeah o- overall like yeah you know there's going to be a song that they get to rewrite it happens every year we've all been to this pony race before mm-hmm. but it's, it just it, it needed a little more oomph to the whole song in general i think i agree needed um, a little more
0: energy. not a great song very difficult had very little impact um wish the finalists had a little more to work with sorry canada time to hire priyanka she's good she's a fucking pop star she's good at it okay category is coronation eleganza in honor of the runway we are going to play crowd it or frown it first up miss fierce delicious uh look by diana denoble hair by koji ichikawa nails by funeral face nails jewels by lag concepts and ant accessories so before we get into what i think about the look do you know which pieces were yours it sounds like she did a little mix and match
1: the the necklace earrings and ring if i'm correct um nice. bracelet if there was more than one ring i don't know um yeah but that was actually one of the to my knowledge that was one of the sets that we actually set for the show and then so like they got to utilize those i'm sure oh nice throughout um
0: The blue was a brilliant color on her. The blonde was right. And the way it was styled with the stones was beautiful. Um, This was the right time to wear blood red lipstick. She knows Mm -hmm. who she is in this look. And now she can take this experience to grow as a person. At the end of the day, she is a young kid who who needs a lot of life experience to get through it. But I'm excited for her. I'm excited to see where she goes. This look was a great way to end a
1: season. Mm -hmm. And I think without saying what happens at the end, I think it's a good platform and a good thing to go through to find yourself a little bit more in what you're going to do. And after you're done, like let it settle and you're going to kind of be able to go off as that, that is a launching pad. So absolutely. Brad says he had so much fun watching her in the performance. He says
0: her lyrics were hilarious. He says she's Cinderella at the ball and the hair is something he's never seen like it before. Tracy says that with a little undertone of bratty, she had them all in the bottom of of their hand. She says the dress is blue magic. Every detail is on point. Sarah said she had had her at gold and ice and it will take Miss Fierce Alicia a moment to realize why Sarah just said gold and ice. Beauty fades dumb as forever. But Sarah says she looks absolutely stunning with the lip in contrast to the blue which is absolutely beautiful. She can now take her eyes off of her and Brooklyn says her runway with ha, runways have been beautiful and fun to watch. I will give this look a
1: crown it. Uh, I'm just pulling it up so I can see a final visual of that. I overall like I liked it. I think it wasn't too like everything was in proportion, which I like. That's my biggest peeve is when mm-hmm. something is like dominating the look where it looks like it's too much in, it works, but it's too much and out of place. Uh, so overall, like, like I'm not a good big old fan of like the, the poofy eighties style, like prom dress, but mm-hmm. it works and it makes sense. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a toot for me. The audience. It, yeah. I know we're, we're, we're a little early for this one,
0: but, The results I did get, 100% crown it, 0% crown it from the audience. Hmm. Kimmy Couture, look by Kiki Ko. I hate when queens use money as an excuse. If you're financially not ready for a drag race, then it's not time to audition. I think it was a mistake for her to write on her final post for this look that she had financial issues. That was a shame because it really made the entire season feel like, well, I didn't win because of this. That being said, Seafoam Green on her was brilliant. She went monochromatic. It's not Ron mm-hmm. Panty, but it's got the same feeling. It's Coronation Eleganza. I need a moment. This is, as she says, quintessential Kimmy Couture. It's a leotard and a cape. The elements are there for a regular runway, but this is not finale Eleganza. I like the piece, pieces that make up the look. I know she said something about the chin jewelry being um, part of her heritage, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was the only inspiration of her culture within the look, and I wish she included more if you're going to go I there, just, like go I would, further,
1: push it. I, I would say either go further with it and have more of that than the whole thing or don't do it at all. Right. Cause it, because it just did not overall, like it, it kind of looked out of place, even though like, I understand why it was there. Yeah. But it's with the whole look, I was like, you know, if, if you had multiples of those and they were like placed like on the ends of all the fringe of the dress, like that would have right. made more sense to me. Cause it was all just there incorporate some in the hair or, or something that was my only like yeah and I, I believe
0: she had done something like that in previously previous looks but she never explained that it took her until mm-hmm. this moment for her to explain it but it's fine tracy says she gives her that feeling when she would go home and watch videos and try learn lindy of favorite favorite pop stars that's the energy she gave she makes it smooth and effortless and in it she says the green speaks to her and presented it magnificently Brooklyn says she had the least amount of trouble in the recording as her verse made her made sense and was concise. She says it was fun to watch her personality go. She can't wait to watch people fall in love with her. And Brad says to start planning her tour as she is fierce on the stage. And she makes it look so easy. And Sarah says her makeup is everything and love the glitter lip. I, because it's not grand enough for a finale,
1: I'm going to give it a frown. At. I don't know which way I'm leaning on this. Like, I I don't love it, but I don't hate it. So I'm like, yeah, what's what's neutral? Right, She's <laughs> there. <laughs> the audience kind of
0: right with us. The, it's 48% crown it, 52% frown it. It's very, very mixed. And it's not what you should be serving for your last look. Gina wow. Shade Hudson, no designers listed. Uh, red was a delicious color for her. The gap is divine. What I don't love is the red hair. It doesn't really work. I wish she would have gone... With the same style, maybe in black and brown. I did make the joke to a friend, and I will make it again. The way she padded, she looks like she was pregnant. Maybe it was the structure of the dress. I don't know, um, but it was not proportioned right. I will say the earrings are brilliant. I usually demand a necklace, but this bust was a way for the, bu- the way the bust was cut. I think it was okay to tell the story without a necklace. Um,
1: but it's still a good look. I just. I need her to pad better. I'm not not a red queen. Mm -hmm, Not mm -hmm. my jam. So I can can look past that part, but I guess the thing that always gets me is when people do like they do the gowns where there's a big seam right across the knees. I hate it. I hate, it's not just this look, it's just ever. There's ways to cut the fabric, to add the panels and the flares so it doesn't have a big line across your knees. So there's ways to do it. I couldn't do it. I can pay someone to do that literally.
0: Brad says the choreography was on fire. He says it was the quintessential turn up queen moment. He says she's an absolute vision with the crystals, the fabric and the silhouette. It's divine. It's the reason why he loves drag. Brooklyn says she was in it to win it. She says she looks magnificent as it fits her body perfectly. Sarah says she has this presence and it factor that was so much fun to watch. Tracy says her verse gave them everything. It gave her story about her and body and black girl tea. She says it was funny and entertaining. I will give it a very soft crown it because at least it was a gown compared to what Kimmy wore.
1: I just I cannot get that. I just know. I mean I'm gonna frown that. The audience 80% crown
0: it, 20% frown it. There's
1: Next 80% up. of people wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Giselle Lullaby, look by Luke Couture, hair by Stéphane Scott de Cesar. This was a fashion moment. The rose gold color story, brilliant. The new delusion was sensational. And then how the fabric just draped on her. This is one to remember. The hair is that French and European wig style that we've seen a lot of. Is it a bit too much? Perhaps it was a little it was a little given like a uh, bird. But it was still a very
1: pretty look. Um, I like I like it because like that's the whole thing now with wigs is that like they're just literally sculpted, literally and, like, concrete. It looked like one of those like giant like fascinator like British hats that everybody's wearing. Like yeah, the, but it's hair. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's not not bad. I don't. I don't. No, not bad at all.
0: Tracy says when she was doing her verse, she was the only one look. She was only looking at her as she was always giving her all. Sarah says she came out with the neon mushroom cut wig and thought she was a fun girl. She couldn't take her eyes off of her and says she's incredible to watch. Brad says she oozes confidence in the way she is easy in her movements and it's star quality. There's no lullaby about her. She keeps him awake. He says she was orgasmic when she came down the runway. He says the hair is a work of art on a work of art. He says she is better dressed than most people at the Oscars. Brooklyn says he she looks beautiful and loves the silhouette and the draping of it. She says the shawl is amazing. I will give it a crown
1: The only thing I will critique is I don't love how like the applique goes up to her neck and it just kind of like sits there, it's like there. it doesn't not like finish around on the neck or like as straps or anything. That's the only thing I didn't love, but everything else I like. I love like the color. I like like was very it. I liked it. It's great. Yeah. So. We, we, we can throw a crowd
0: on it. I'll crown it too. The audience, they loved it. 100% crown it, 0% frown it. So rather than showing pictures of their younger selves, we have now gone back to Brooklyn, showing them pictures that they took with ISIS and get their retrospective. I'm here for it. I know that we're finally allowing trans contestants on the show, and it could be a trigger for some people. So now doing something different, but still getting what the producers want out of the story of them. Giving a retrospective, it still works. You're still getting the same thing out there. So, I commend the show for moving in this direction. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's you still get the it's the same vibe. Just yeah. And I'm sure they get to keep those photos, right? No, they probably destroy them after.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or they're getting ready to build a Drag Race Hall of Fame somewhere, which I'm shocked has not happened yet. Maybe it's in the works, but I'm telling you, like. There, there. One day, there's going to be a, 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 a building dedicated to the Drag Race Hall of Fame. There's going to be an entire room filled with ruse looks. You're going to have the actual All Star Hall of Fame in one room, and then you'll have like, like other stars in
1: another room. It's going to happen,
0: and people are going to pay a lot of money to fucking go there.
1: Yeah, just to see whether whether they get like a article of clothing from each of the winners or something with their yeah. picture.
0: Yeah. I'm sure there are enough queens who would be like, "I will donate something if you buy something back for me." Yeah, like maybe I should like, call World of Wonder and make this happen. I'll,
1: that's my new goal. It's well, really, nothing's off limits at this point. So.
0: Literally, <laughs> wasn't there like some sort of RuPaul Fashion Hall of Fame thing at one of the dragons in New York?
1: There was it, more than once. I think they had. Not this last year, but they've had where they have a whole bunch of mannequins, like the yeah. one year they had mannequins suspended from the ceiling. Right, right, right. Books. It was very, very cool. Listen, um, she's
0: got a thousand of them at this point. What is she, what, oh. She's not in her house. Come on, we're, put them on display somewhere. Yeah. We know World of Wonder wants money. This is a perfect way to make money. I'm, I'll support it. Yeah. Alright, let's hear the Queen's had to say. Miss Fierce Licious says she comes from a small immigrant family that moved to Canada to provide a better life for herself and her siblings. Her family is religious. They wanted her to be a doctor or find a traditional job. So she, when she started drag, they were very against it. Drag has changed her life. It's allowed her to find beauty and confidence in herself. The happiness drag brought her. She wants to share that with everybody. For a little brat, she's pretty well spoken.
1: They've got good writers on the show.
0: <laughs> I think, like again, when she starts to grow up and learn a little more about herself and life, she's gonna be really big. She's got the it factor.
1: Yeah, and I think, and there's that's not something you can necessarily teach it's, exactly, or even it's just something that comes with time and with with experience in life. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I don't know which company's
0: gonna do, it, but one of these co- makeup companies is going to hire her for a fierce palette. Like, it's just perfect branding. Mm. We'll see. Kimmy says this is the first official photo of her and Isis together, as they don't have a picture together. She says her drag journey has been up and down as a trans Asian immigrant and rape victim. She re- represents herself so proudly in the competition. She proved that she's not a broken person, but a strong person. And she's standing in front of them all, and is so fucking proud of herself. Kimmy is really an interesting character because I think the drag persona is one thing, but the person behind the drag persona is a whole different person that we really haven't gotten to explore on the show. If she were to ever come back for an all-star season, I think she will have had time to understand what kind of impact she's brought for people like herself. And I think she's going to be even more free and open and able to talk about certain aspects of her life that she touched on that she just couldn't eloquently discuss because there've been so many times where I've been like, I want to hear more about this. And then either the show doesn't give us more or she just doesn't give us more. But um, Mm -hmm. I don't think she's a winner,
1: but I think she's an important person for the franchise. Mm And I think she only really started touching on some of those things in the last few episodes of the show so it wasn't like a not that it's not a full story arc of it across the board but um you only really started seeing those like snippets in the last couple two three episodes yeah um and again that's i think that's going to come with time and with experience in life
0: i've said it as a joke to friends and i'm i'm kind of willing it into existence um i think it's time for trauma-rama the rusical um the the amount of times we just exploit the traumas of these contestants we're getting self-referential on the show nowadays just just dive into it trauma-rama um just just embrace it exactly because it it, unfortunately it's for those who watch it as much as we do it's a bit of a joke we know oh it's mirror time how are we going to segue into someone's traumatic experience they're important i grew up i grew up left-handed it was so (laughs) So traumatic (laughs) It, they're important, but we just need to figure out a
1: better way to discuss them. Um, I maybe. I'm, I'm all like I'm all for their like hearing their experiences, but it's when you know when it's going to start happening. You're like, is it as authentic exactly. as it should be? And that's what I want. I, I want to know like that person genuinely, not just where it's like, okay, now is the time you have to say something deep. Listen, RuPaul wanted to have a talk show.
0: It didn't really work out in the, as the pop culture talk show. Do, do, the, do the personal story talk show. Bring all the queens on and, and have like panels about all these sensitive topics. I mean, fucking well, Presents has a freaking app and network. You can start doing that kind of content as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Have like the winner of each season interview all the other girls as an episode. Exactly, exactly. There you go. And that that's gonna live on forever because they'll never not run out like of girls.
0: not like season one ever did that of Canada's Drag Race, <laughs> and it was the best fucking reunion we've ever had. Oh, oh that's come on, for that, that it was so spicy. I loved it. All right, Jada says without drag she wouldn't be there. Since she doesn't have her family with her there, drag has given her her chosen family. There are a lot of queens that she looks up. To like Michelle Ross, she was a mother to her and would always tell her that Jada, you will one day be on that show. She remembers every pride she would tell her they booked that those drag race girls, but she'd rather watch her all day. And here she is today, and hopes Michelle feels proud. This is what she did drag for to be standing there on that platform. Are you familiar with Michelle Ross?
1: Um, I, I've had the, I had the privilege of like meeting her a handful of times because um when i would visit toronto where she was um i other outside of the bar i wouldn't with no connection so it was just like an in passing kind of meeting um in canada like had to my knowledge i've only ever heard of amazing things of her
0: yeah i mean really
1: good reputation just just she was just that queen watching brooklyn
0: also get emotional at this moment like you can tell that this this artist has really touched people um
1: yeah because brooklyn actually brooklyn used to live in toronto where michelle was right so they they definitely knew each other
0: yeah we love we love tributes like that um it was a different side of jada again because she was getting very emotional and when you can tell that like the throat is heavy and you can barely get words out you know it's emotional and this is probably the most emotional 've heard Jada. Giselle says she was born to be a drag queen, always being the gay boy, always being the little guy with, that was too feminine. She was raised in a really religious family who quit the religion for her. When she arrived in drag in the drag world she knew it was for for her everything that was good that she was good at was there. Everything she wanted to be was there. It was a dream come true. She says young people need to understand that it's possible to be happy and be kind to everyone around to give that respect and receive it back. Not the most profound, but the sentiment is important.
1: It's like it's kind. It's yeah. It's not difficult. Which surprisingly, in our world, in our world now, you'd think it was very challenging. You'd so, think being kind is like looked down upon. Yeah, it's like oh, you're being nice. Oh, no, that's not allowed. Yeah, You've got to be vicious. You've got to attack people. No. (laughs) Even within their community. Yeah. Oh. Blows like there's times I like read Facebook threads and posts. I'm like and you scroll through like what they posted and then like three posts down they're fully contradicting exactly what they were arguing about. I'm like my head just gets tired of it. I'm like just yeah. Why can't we just be civil to each other? I agree. that's all we need to do you don't have to like each other just be civil that's all you need to I agree.
0: do well the final four are going to head to the workroom one last time and they don't know how the judges are going to pick a winner because they feel they all killed him but call security the eliminated queens are back in the house and don't worry they're each going to have something to say this season unlike other seasons bombay will tell halal that what she's wearing is important as people haven't seen everything she had to offer but now she will Halal says it's hard to go home first but she was there to open doors and make space. Boom Boom tells her that she won all their hearts because she was so kind to work with. I really think Halal got the short end of the stick this season. That look, yeah, it was terrible but I think she was should have been more important for this overall story um, and I think if she did stay past episode one, she probably would have knocked out some other people.
1: Yeah, but at least when she came back, she didn't have the same color lip as her mustache. So That's the key. That's the important part. Miss <laughs> Mosu says she was
0: only there two episodes, but she got to know everyone quite quickly. That was the saddest part of leaving, though she was not mad about not being there too long with Miss Fakealicious. The way, Virus gagged, um, as Irma says, Miss Mosu, you were the winner of this week's mini-challenge. I can't wait to see how that turns out in the future. Um... Mm. She missed so much, she doesn't even know what happened. I'm sure some of the girls must have told her.
1: Yeah, I'm Shella, sure they, they,
0: all, they all talk, I'm sure. Shelazan is glad to have met this cast of girls as reminds her of the relationship with Canada and the Indigenous Peoples. She says, finally, people are trying to do better in the country. She says they make her hopeful of the future of this country. That's Shelazan's story, and that's what she'll keep saying every time she's on the screen, and that's good for her, and I hope she is an ambassador and really keeps making sure Indigenous people have a voice. But when it comes to more relatable Indigenous contestants, it's chaos. Who will tell Shalazana she has made her most comfortable and confident? She has always been a proud mentee, but she just doesn't talk about it. She helped her explore her family and culture and doesn't think she would have made it far without her there. I enjoy Chaos. I know Chaos is not as polished as some of the other queens, but I really, really wish someone told Chaos in that moment "Kimmy stayed by doing Feathers on a design challenge. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I, I, oh. yeah, I, If I were Chaos watching that episode back last week, I would have been fucking furious. Because it wasn't even as good as
1: hers! Yeah, I he definitely has like an aesthetic and as soon as she did that challenge i'm like that is exactly i didn't even get pointed out i was like, it's exactly yeah. what the, the aesthetic Literally. of chaos
0: vivian points out to irma irma garden that she is the very first east coast queen and she made it all the way to the top six she's happy to represent being the beast from the east have you ever been to the east coast of canada uh well i've been to
1: yeah i've been to halifax That's the only place I've gone out east. Like uh, Toronto's kind of east-ish, but not as far as Alberta. Why? What is the? Why does the east get such a bad rap? It's it's kind of this like little like because they're all like little islands. Uh huh. Um, So they're just they're it's they're not in like a little bubble, but they're definitely like removed from. Mm -hmm. There's just something different. It's like a lot of small town kind of vibe. Even if it's a big city, like Halifax is yeah. very like it's not like, you don't feel like it's a massive city, so. But yeah, it's just it's just a different different place. Well, I, now I she's opened hard. the doors for yeah. the East Coast Queens. It's I, I'm sure she's probably punching tickets there right at the front door that let <laughs> them <all> in. <laughs>
0: Boom Boom says it's no surprise to her that Giselle's in the top four as she is happy to make it that far and has made everyone back home very proud. In French, she tells her that she can't wait to keep working with her outside the competition. Giselle tells Boom Boom that there was a big hole when she left. Um, Boom Boom really was the, from what I have gathered, was really one of the big fan favorites.
1: I was I was thinking, just knowing nothing of her, hadn't heard of her at all. She was also one that. Ended up showing to jewelry at the show, and uh, that I didn't connect the dots with. Mm-hmm. So, so she had a bunch of amps on. That after I was like, oh, I literally that I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, she, I knew she really had some of her.
0: fucking good. She she had some amazing oh. looks.
1: Yeah, but like just the the bit that I saw in the show is like she is just she's got that thing that she just understands putting a look together. She understands yeah. like cohesive. She just thinks a little outside the box. There's just all of her looks I like. I loved that she was doing on the show. The hair when she came back, not a fan.
0: <laughs> Multiple go there. It's,
1: it's a choice.
0: It's always, yeah, Bombay tells Fierce that she has shown that she is not a bitch. She is that bitch. She's had a roller coaster in the competition, but she did it. She was feuding with everyone and net look at her now. Vivian tells Kimmy that she was the most excited to see her when she walked in the workroom. She has always been obsessed and she did not disappoint and they had the best lip sync of the season. And finally, Miss Mosu, we'll say it's no surprise that Jada is her bitch in the group. She's proud of her and her talent. She calls her her sister, her family, her best friend, and is upset Jada has no tears for her. It's time to bring back the girls, and we're going to talk about the limited queen's looks. And in honor of that, we are going to play All-Star or All-Nah. And we'll go in order, starting with Halal Bay. No designers listed. It was a message look. It may not have been the most beautifully polished, but the statement of stop displacing us was big and not lost. I think she took the makeup note and she looked great. Uh, as you said earlier, the lip and the mustache did not
1: blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
0: yeah, this was a good moment for her.
1: I'm, I don't, I, I. this might not be a popular view, but I know when people have like the message looks, like whether it's like physically written or not, it's just, there's something about us it, like there's a it's not that there's a time and place for it, but at the same time there is. I don't know. Sure. I I don't personally love it. That's all right. I'm gonna give it a soft all-star. Yeah, I'll go flaccid on that one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the
0: audience. 62% all-star, 38% all not. Uh Miss Mosu, no designers listed, but methinks the jewels are amped accessories. Oh hold on, let me pull up
1: this. I'm scrolling. Think I think, those but I think def- you those those are definitely semantic sessors earrings. I remember those earrings being in our in our supply, and I remember when she ordered them. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the jewels are, are the are, best part because everything else
0: bores me the fuck. Uh, this is the last thing you're wearing on the show. Make it stand out. She literally faded into the backdrop. Like you could not tell the difference. I was like, girl, what are you is, doing? Is it is it
1: made out of fun fur?
0: I don't know.
1: I'm, I can't I'm, tell. I'm, I'm, I didn't notice it until now but I was like it looks like it's made out of a Muppet yeah I don't know I didn't like, care for it the top it. is like satin the rest is like huh Miss Mosu do better, I, I love that she, like, she she put a bit of a slit in it right. I, I don't love the dr- I'm, I'm also not a I can't pull off a strapless dress mm-hmm. so not what but the earrings are great the earrings are great the best part of it <laughs> I might be um, biased. But... I'm gonna give it an all nah besides the earrings. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad not liking looks, especially when I work with these people. <laughs> but then you'll maybe next time you'll work with her and
0: be like, okay, let's let's collaborate even further and help her out. Hey, can I connect you with somebody that can
1: make something for you?
0: <laughs> there it is. The audience was 25% all-star, 75% percent all not. Okay, at least I don't feel so bad. now. Okay. Shella's on LaRue, no designers listed. It's nude. It's one of the better things she's won in the show, but incredibly basic and not for this moment. The fascinator looks like a fucking afterthought. It was almost like, oh, I have more
1: fabric. Let's put a piece of fabric I, on my head. I, I can appreciate, like, it's a cute little, like, latex-y kind of thing. But when she walks, the fascinator looks like a piece of baloney. <laughs> Is it actually like move I was like Jimbo? <laughs> oh my god. Now listen, I've I got to see
0: Jimbo do the baloney number. Yes. Oh my god, it's out of control. You did you did you see it on the main stage? Uh, uh no, I thought? got no, I saw it um at the War on the Catwalk tour. Um okay. I've never experienced an entire theater smell like baloney before. That's all amount- and I of bologna yeah. that she throws.
1: Yeah. I and went people fight booth. for it. And then yeah. I I went to her booth late in the day, if not I think the end of the day, and she was still slapping those same pieces of baloney onto herself. I'm like, that is like I love Jimbo. <laughs> Him and his husband, some of my favorite people. They're just out of their minds crazy, but I love it because they just have a they just get it, but like I feel like I'm gonna catch something from this uh, meat that has been on you all day. Yeah. Love well, tell you, Jimbo
0: but- tell Jimbo <laughs> if she ever wants to come on the podcast, she's more than welcome to. I did, again did not get to meet her at Dragon because her booth was fucking popping all the time. She's
1: very oh, busy. She, she is a workhorse. Like she yeah. any and every opportunity. I've had some very big conversations with her and uh, her husband, and they're like. We're just saying yes to every opportunity because that's our opportunity. Like, Absolutely. We don't know how long go. We're going to push it as hard as we can and make it work because it will end one day and they want Absolutely. to make the most of it. And they're very smart. They work hard. But. Well, maybe she'll say yes to interviewing interview in the podcast. I'll take it. I'll, I'll send them
0: a text. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Shelazan, uh, you're probably not going to want to come to the podcast and give you an all
1: now. Yep. If she took the fascinator off, I was on yeah. fully on board with it. It's the fascinator made, reminding me of sliced meat. I just, yeah. So uh, the audience, I'll, say, I'll I'll give it a, a good one. Yeah, a
0: audience, twenty nine percent all star, seventy one percent all knob. Chaos. No designers listed. True to chaos. I love that she looks sexy and punk, and it's a hoot. Um, the crown is incredible. The studded moment on the top was incredible. I don't care for a mermaid chap usually, but. She can do it. She pulled it off.
1: Yeah. I, I personally, like, I love like the black, like the edgy, the spikes. Like that's my yep. aesthetic a lot of the time when I perform and do drag. And so I, I live for that. I, I feel like he could have lost the actual skirt of it and it, it would have been more cohesive to me because there was no spikes. It was just kind of like, there's i'm looking at this just nothing really on the skirt that ties to the upper part that's fair Um, i actually i actually designed that crown a number of years ago for him and oh really i was like oh i know that crown um it's incredible it's it it was very different um there's like a there's a big process of just like what we wanted in there and how we wanted to look and the color tones and very specific um it was i've never made anything like it since um but it's turned out very cool you're probably going to be so, making more of them because
0: i think a lot of people enjoy this look uh it's an all-star for me yeah it's like i can i can all-star it audience 92 percent all-star 8 percent all knob. lady boom boom look by suki doll hair by stefan scotto de cesare nails by roxy shoes by natasha Marum. For me, she kind of looks like elevated lemon. Um, I think the hair was lopsided. Um, if it wasn't lopsided, it could have been cool, but it was just didn't fit right. Um, the gold strong choice on her. Did she look taller to you? Why? Yes, she did because she was wearing those giant platforms. Um, I would fall over. I good for you all
1: who can wear them. I can't. I I like a good platform. I like a good heel, but like anything over like 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 more of an inch on the front that's enough that's too much for me because i'm short yeah me
0: too it it, it, it's a lot but this look i mean the hair um maybe got squished getting to
1: uh filming maybe it was like a big beehive kind of thing and it just got flattened
0: yeah something happened to it but i still enjoy her.
1: i'll give it an all-star well i love the outfits because i like i love the flowy the drapey like kind of like the rappy kind of vibe to it. It's a bodysuit with wrapping on it. Cool. Fair. I could like that. If it wasn't for the hair, I could be all on board. It's, the hair is throwing me off, so it's, it's, a, I'll, I'll give it a soft all-star. The audience,
0: 83% all-star, 17% percent all not. Bombay, look by Lucinda Mew and Connor McCalden. hair by Wig Zaddy, jewels by Nina Spade, nails by Pinkies. Uh, not Bombay wearing the Queen's crown on the day the Queen dies i think the concept was brilliant the execution looked like it was stuffed in luggage i adore the ostrich feathers on top that was a stunning cream color i just don't love the black and white hair she's not
1: manila luzon
0: it just didn't work i wanted color
1: i can appreciate like the waist up like that how the feathers are done very cool love that lose the crown and like just have like A form-fitted skirt under it would have been brilliant and good the hair throws me off the crown throws me off it's the aspects don't make sense to me altogether I'm giving it a very
0: very soft all-star because I love the idea of it and I know what she wrote on social media why she did it Um, and again the timing of it could not be more off Um, yeah but I'll give it an all-star
1: I'm I'm gonna have to all nah. No. Audience
0: 79% all-star, 21% all nah, but yeah. Uh go read her Instagram post. Um I'm I'm shocked they didn't ask it for the episode.
1: IrmaGerd. Just uh, just pixel, just pixelated. Right.
0: IrmaGerd, look by Jessica Tamara, McDonald, hair by Irma. I kind of like the side of her. I think she looks very beautiful the fabric choice very classic the green and pink play beautifully together Uh, she's showing off that she does actually have an incredible body because she's not someone who's done that this season i think the petite necklace very pretty very beautiful the brown hair worked very well with the softer face um do more of this i know she's quirky but this is still had that quirky
1: side to it i kind of enjoyed it it's it's i like it because it was like giving you like just touching on the bodysuit by that everybody does but it was still sort of gown which is yeah weird but it just it was different enough that it just played on all those things and it fit the fit was good she was shaped really good um i like a good ruffle and like a little accentuation yeah on the sleeves in the back and it's like yeah i'm, I'm all for it the, i'm not even like, an all-star head, headpiece i don't understand but.
0: yeah I'm, I'm forget about if you remove that it would be absolutely beautiful look but yeah i'll give it an
1: all-star yeah she can be an all-star i guess yeah
0: the audience 62 all-star 38 all-nom and finally vivian vanderbust no designers listed i am not sure why i don't love it but i don't not not love it i think mm. it's a very different vibe for vivian it's like a nice golden beige but the fabric just bunches too much for my taste and the giant bunny ear bow thing, it's, it's, I don't know. I love Vivian. She was becoming one of my favorites, but this is not it.
1: I, I think there's like the, the head bow and like the, the bust, like it's like puffy in the bust and then like the knees down is like puffy, but the rest is textured everywhere else. Right. So like if you'd texturize those things, those other three parts, it would have made a lot more sense like I sure. love the texture and like the like like all the pleating and that was very cool. Like I really like that. That even as like a cocktail dress that would be very cool. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. I'm gonna give it an all nah. I am sorry Vivian I love you but I can't I this not for me. That's yeah if she, if she promises me she's
1: gonna edit this I'll yeah. give it an all star.
0: <laughs> the audience they're they're more forgiving than me I they're 79% all-star 21% all nah So I had the audience earlier this week tell me who they think should win. I put a poll up, and this was the result of who they think was going to win. I had 48% for Giselle, 35% for Miss Fierce 10% for Kimmy, and 6% for Jada. Interesting. Interesting stats. Um, Mm -hmm. I I am someone who now... has to look at the social media statistics as well of all the likes on like all the various World of Wonder things because that is very telling. Um, mm-hmm. it really was split between Giselle and Miss Fierce Alicious. Like, I think Canada's Drag Race was leaning toward Fierce and World of Wonder was Giselle, with the other two like completely out of it. Um, mm. this year. Most of the time, the winner has been who's been most liked by the audience. We know that sometimes Drew does not go for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but very interesting, the results from the audience. So what do Brooklyn and Friends have to say? They're going to decide that only two of them will be lip syncing for The Crown. So my question is, what was the point? Why not have one more episode? Why bring four when you're only going to cut two of them to have two? Was this episode made and then decided to have two of them cut was it in the moment was this pre-planned i just felt like it was a little bit unwarranted
1: and a little bit cruel yeah it's it yeah because it's normally like you don't even before the episode starts you don't know it's going to be the last one like they don't right say we're having a top four so you guys are all safe like it's, I mean, it,
0: it, I if they did like a, a little lip sync SmackDown, I I would justify that as well. I've been like, okay, fine. Um, it just I don't know. It just felt mean, especially knowing yeah. the tradition of how Drag Race has gone this past couple years. Is you make it to the finals, you're all probably gonna be lip syncing for it sometime.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's just it, there's there's something like it's I think it's the well, that whole season. There's just something about it that's just not clicking quite right i don't know they've decided know. to cut miss fierce delicious and kimmy couture
0: which means jada and giselle will lip sync for the crown do you agree
1: um i think based on that i saw like last week's episode i think everybody was kind of surprised that kimmy went through to the top four Great. I, I at least that's my perspective don't hate me if I'm not on par with no, that you're, I so, think you're right um but so I think I was surprised that she went through based because I based it on like of the lip sync is like the factor and then everything else is kind of like extension like the build up of it um but so I was I wasn't surprised that she wouldn't be in the top two based on that because it was surprised she got to the top four um I don't know. Other than that, like I'm not. I know I'm just
0: not sure how you justify cutting Miss fierce I don't
1: understand it. I I know that she's like a fan favorite because she's just there's people just like her. And statistically, she's
0: better, she had a better track record than Jada, which is why I was like something mm-hmm. something's off because it's not based on the performance, it's not based on the runway. Mm-hmm. Where where is the decision
1: coming from? maybe they were taking like they they never mention what's done off camera that we don't see or that True. they're aware of the things that they talk about on camera that they're not present for so maybe they were just taking that into account yeah I, if they did that i could see that just when how she just kind of reacts to people and works with people yeah um maybe they're seeing that yeah very interesting very 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 interesting
0: It was kind of uncomfortable to watch. Jada and Giselle just couldn't be excited because I think not only were they in disbelief, but like their sisters were gone and like you can't like celebrate while they're about to just lose their hope. Um, And you Mm -hmm. could tell that Fierce and Kimmy just did not want to be there any longer. Like if they could have left the stage to cry, they probably would have.
1: Yeah, and then they have to watch it. (laughs) They're like, you don't even get to be the stage. You can just stand at the back and watch now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Brooklyn reveals that the winner will win the title of Canada's Next Drag Superstar. They will also walk away with a sickening supply of beauty products from Shopper's Drug Mart, the pleasure of $100,000 from Trojan, and a crown and scepter from Amped Accessories. How did you come... I know, right? How did you come up with this design? Because I think this is my favorite of the three.
1: I out of the three that we've done, like the visual of how they've shown it, I'm, I love how they like presented the crown. It's just, it was, they angled it right. They, they were kind of learning how to deal with crowns the first two seasons. Uh, but, and I've had a lot of people say they're like, uh, oh, like to one or the other, or whatever. And they just didn't love them. But we, we basically work with Drag Race and they just say, hey, we, this is our concept for the year. Mm -hmm. they want they always want a cohesive element so they always want like the clear and red we always like like hide that little maple leaf in Mm -hmm. in it as well just because they wanted to like have that Canadian vibe but and then they say hey like this year we want to do like this kind of vibe we want we want pearls in it this year I was like all right let's do that like so we we really go off of what they're asking for and then they they say hey and so run with it show us what you come up with because they they don't understand like the process of building a crown because that's not their job they're just like storage crown you make it but we incorporate like i make lots of details of they want xyz they want this height they want this shape they want this vibe and then we present it to them and then we edit it we take it apart and change stuff and um so it's it's very it's a very hands-on approach the way we work with them um i know there's other franchises that just say hey we need a crown this is what we want but then they're just kind of shown at the end of what they get and that's what they're stuck sure. with or or what they get um i'm very i want them to 100 percent be on board with it and love it yeah this so one it's,
0: was it's beautiful and classic and i think that's what resonates is like this is a pageant crown as well. Um, it just, it's just—it's so regal, and I'm very, very excited for us to see it on, um, because we'll get to that in a second. Um, I mean, like, we haven't seen it yet, have we? <laughs> no. Um, the song they're going to be lip-syncing to is A New Day Has Come by Celine Dion. And I'm just going to be like, okay, season four, she's going to guest judge, right?
1: Right? Come on, Celine Dion. God, like... Well, Shania Twain's done the U.S. one, I think. Yeah, it was U.S. I think. So. Like, because Shania is like a big Canadian artist. Yeah, I know um, she just had a bunch of the Vegas queens at her show
0: on stage. That was fun.
1: Yeah. So I was like, there's, it's only time. Like the every name, it's season fun.
0: has had a Celine Dion lip sync.
1: Yeah. So it's just it's time. Come on. I love this song.
0: I this was. My mom always loved Celine Dion, so I always grew up with Celine Dion on. But I think A New Day has Come was her biggest like pop song that like went on to pop top 40 radio, as opposed to like the smooth, light listening for the adults. Mm-hmm. This was a perfect song for these two. They were both great storytellers when it comes to like a mid tempo ballad. Um, in the end, it really is just going to come down to who excites you more. Um, but this was a really impressive lip sync in my eyes jada did a lot of overexpression um giselle just had that celine inside of her i mean we do know that she almost did a celine for a snatch game um but mm-hmm. just the ways that she draped
1: the shawl around her like it felt like she was embodying celine they, they were both going for it different ways but they both mm-hmm. made sense yeah
0: um, this was probably the first time I enjoyed what Jada was serving, uh, though she was spinning a lot. I, I would have gone on with less spinning. Uh, only so many times you can do the same move. But I think the moment Giselle won it for me was like that bend back at the end of the second chorus is like that just felt powerful. Um, the tissue moment from Jada felt more like an SOS than a moment of emotion. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ellipsing. Yeah,
1: uh, I didn't I don't think the Kleenex was needed not at all it didn't make a lot of sense to me like "Mm,
0: no have you ever gotten to see celine perform
1: no it's it's on my list i i (laughs) oh my god it's so good i saw her literally
0: um before lockdown in the u.s uh for covid uh it's very possible i got covid at the celine Dion concert but oh (laughs) my god such a good concert she was so good um now before a winner can be crowned it's one last time to see seasons two crown queen isis couture she saw what priyanka did and said i'm gonna top you bitch she's like i'm a (laughs) hellbird how did she walk in that like that was legendary it was incredible
1: there there was some magic happening in that thing that was i don't know
0: (laughs) it was amazing I, i don't know i didn't get a chance to see who designed it or anything um but wow that was a moment that was really really incredible i hope production gave her some money to pay for it um that'll be nice of them because that
1: looks expensive i'm sure that's like there's got to be something in there like part of their you come back for the final episode yeah this is your wardrobe because they have to have something that's gonna of course so well, the winner
0: of Canada's Drag Race 3 is Giselle Lullaby. I was very happy. I did a little woot woot when she won. Um, now I want to take a field trip to Montreal. But I got to ask it. She got the scepter. Where the fuck was the crown?
1: <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um, Spill the tea. Come on. You got to know where the crown was. I I have. They don't tell me. once it, Once they get it, they just say, we got it. It's good. I hear nothing. So, and they get it before the girls even get on set. So I know nothing from when they receive it to when the airing happens. They don't tell me anything. Cause like we saw oh. it in the photo shoot. And then
0: Isis walks down with the scepter and like whatever she was holding in the other hand, I was like, that's not the crown. Where some certainly Brooklyn's gonna come. No, I mean, I know you could not get that crown on top of that wig. Maybe that was part of it, but.
1: Where was the crown? I wanted to see it with her. Well, but I think it was a season three like Raja got her crown like they filmed her with a crown but I it was either that after that season or like shortly after they stopped showing them crowning it because I think they started filming all those alternate endings. Sure, sure. So to get the crown on and off and on and off like And safety first. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Between
0: Giselle and Jada, did the right queen win? Yes. (laughs) Yep, I agree. I agree. I got some burning questions to wrap this up that will go along with that answer. But as the winner is crowned this season and this year, I'm going to recall my burning question from the preview podcast. And this is what I said about Giselle. I said she's got old school French Canadian charm, but is that the secret to success this season? For those who listened to that podcast, she was, in fact, my preseason winner pick. So I'm very happy with how things turned out this season. Did
1: um, you have influence on
0: that? We don't know. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I, I really did think, like, she showed what French-Canadian drag was in a very accessible way. And I think that's why the audience liked her. Pythia is great. Rita Vega is great but there's something about Giselle that just stood out, that screamed winner to me. And I'm very, very happy. Um, I'm excited to see what she does with her rank. Cause I think it could be very cool.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be definitely different, but I think every season the winner is, is just different in their own respect. Yeah, so absolutely. A, like anybody in the grand scheme of things, anybody could do it. But it's it's coming down to you, you gotta get to that point to get it. So right. I'm I'm definitely enjoying the who won. It's, me too. I think combination of track record and just the vis- the visuals that I saw from her and just I didn't understand a damn thing she said half the time, but <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: now we all know that all-star
0: seasons are a-, a plenty, whether it is maybe a future Canada's all-stars or I don't know. Canada versus the world I don't know maybe that's the thing in the future who knows but from the season 3 cast is there anyone you think is a surefire call they're going to be on all star season
1: hmm I think like, I think the natural thing like the, the people that are in like say the top four or the top six are kind of naturally people that are going to grab from just because they have a bit of a storyline, they have a bit of a um, presence that people like know, they know them more than like the one or two people like eliminated first and second. Um, It it could be any of them really.
0: I think Um, Fierce Licious is the first phone call she is on any season that they want to put her on. Um, I think she would be super fun on a the World season just to see her interact with other queens from other franchises, because I think that'll put her in her place. That's exciting to me. Um, <laughs> I think Vivian could be a phone call down the line. She, I don't think she's re- necessarily right for a Versus the World. I think she would be in a Canvas All-Star style. Um, mm-hmm. I also think Lady Boom Boom. I think the audience demands more. I think the audience really mm-hmm. wants more, and if they have to do like, France versus the World, she'll be over there in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. I think she could definitely have a presence in a few versions.
0: Yeah. Um, I could see Kimmy coming back, and I can also see Jada coming back. Are they my first, second, third choice? Clearly not. Um, But I I think that's the thing about this season for me was Mm -hmm. it may not have been the most exciting season when it came to decision making. Mm
1: -hmm. I did
0: enjoy a good chunk of this cast.
1: There yeah, some there's some really definitely, good characters. There's, yeah. There's, I don't, like, I can't even pick, like, favorites. I, I like, like a lot of them. But, I don't know. There's, like, this drag thing is never going to end, I don't think. <laughs> never, ever. Well,
0: three seasons of Canada's Drag Race, three crowns. Did you have a favorite
1: season so far? Oh. I don't even know. Um, there's certain things about all of them that I really enjoy. Yeah. but oh, I don't know. I, I think like season one is always going to have, I like, guess, like a special spot for me because it mm-hmm. was the, the first time we were so heavily involved. Like we're not even really heavily involved, but like had a presence on an actual f- franchise right um, that's always going to be really special uh, um, other than that like i they've they've they're all they've all had really good aspects that i that, that i like for different reasons so like they're just yeah. they're all we've learned a lot yeah. along the way um, yeah i don't know there's there, I, i couldn't that's like picking your favorite child
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair I definitely feel like I'm still leaning a little bit more towards season one because there was something special about that first season. And I think Priyanka is one of my favorite winners of all time. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I, I'm excited. I know that there already has been the teaser for Canada versus the World. Canada's Drag Race has already put it out there. So it is coming. I don't know when. I don't think anyone knows when at this point. I'm excited maybe no, I don't know maybe Amps accessories will show up again there who you I'm sure you can't say absolutely anything about it
1: but um we can only, <laughs> we can only hope um, and predict I just I definitely I haven't seen anything as far as when it's coming I know it is coming because like we just we know things but mm-hmm. um I at this point it's year round drag race it's There's, true so it, it could be any time. Um, there's there's a lot of I'm certain there's a lot of like because there's UK is coming next. Um, yes, it is. And then it could be like if 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 there's not two to three seasons airing at one time, is Drag Race really on TV? <laughs> nope, nope.
0: <laughs> Welcome to my world. Well, where can we find you on social media? any projects you want to plug and if the listeners want to buy some jewels from Amped Accessories, where do they go?
1: Oh, Instagram is probably the, well, Instagram, Facebook, they're pretty comparable, I would say. Um, So um, I would say that Instagram is great. Amped Accessories, pretty easy to find um amptaccessories.ca for our website they can always check that out see what we got in stock and we can always custom create things if they're looking for something um yeah, at the end of the day we just like to make cool stuff that speaks to individual yeah. people amazing and i know
0: I, my, I i know we're still getting my two block talk 500 winners getting their jewels at some point once they decide officially but yeah
1: i'm excited uh, we- one of those, yeah, one of those we did finish that. It's already been sent out. So um, the other Amazing. one hasn't done what they want, so.
0: Perfect. Well, I'm excited for what's to come. I love having you here. Thank you so much for recapping the finale with me.
1: Well, it's fun to be here. I appreciate being welcome to come a second time. So, um, and then, you know, like I might see, well, I'll probably see you in London. <laughs> hopefully i mean we're yeah. gonna make that happen hopefully happen i i would i it, i highly recommend it it's yeah. a it's a great city um lots and as, to as do. long as they
0: get those as long as i get those press tickets then i can definitely make it work i can figure it out how to make it work and as i told them i'm like i'm one of the only people who covers all the international seasons you need me
1: there yeah <laughs> That's, well thank it's, you it's good-
0: so, yeah well thank you so much for being here
1: yeah appreciate it
0: the biggest thanks to Devin for coming on subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there and don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod if you have any questions or comments drop me a line at themethenow.com via our question link like listen love until next time i'm michael block and that was block talk